0: Welcome in to the Unnamed MMA Podcast. I'm Adam Abdallah. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam a. Across from me, as always, Jordan Sherwood. You can follow him on Twitter at WoodOnESPN1000. We have a UFC fight night to preview for you guys today. We've got Holly Holm fighting in the main event against Myra Buena Silva. Should be a good fight, but first, Jordan, let's recap an amazing fight. Amazing UFC 290. How about that card?
1: Yeah, it was it delivered. I mean, International Fight Week, the traditionally the one that takes place July Fourth weekend, is one of the bigger cards of the year, and not just the fights and and uh, Alexander Volkanovsky showing that he is truly one of the best pound for pound fighters in the world with his stoppage of Yair Rodriguez, but the Pantoja Moreno fight was awesome. Back and forth. You really could have argued either way. The, the guy that got his hand raised. We like it because we were on the Pantoja side of things. And DDP, we've got a new challenger at middleweight. I guess the the prayers to the middleweight gods were answered because we don't want to rinse and repeat with Robert Whittaker. We like the fact that DDP is the new challenger. And it got, got a little hostile in the uh, it did. octagon uh, afterwards. But a lot of finishes. I mean, it was the first time in quite some time we had strong finishes, quick finishes. And it, it, it certainly delivered, and we were plus money once again, three weeks in a row now at FatJackSports.com where we've had Winners, Yeah, make sure you go to FatJackSports.com, get signed up. You can get all of Jordan's picks,
0: not just the ones uh, he gives here out on the podcast, but also all the ones for, as you know, you're looking at weigh-ins and all that kind of stuff as we record this on a Thursday before this fight night happens on Saturday night. Also, football is right around the corner. We're like 54 days away from today, from the first game of the NFL season, so it's coming in. I mean, training camp is in
1: two weeks. Training campus in two weeks. The first, yeah. the first Bears preseason game is less than a month. I know.
0: It's crazy. It's, it's where you're home for the Chicago Bears here on ESPN Chicago. So let's get into this UFC fight night. As I mentioned, the main event between Holly Holm and Myra Buena Silva, but this main card gets kicked off with Nazim Sadikov and Terrence McKinney. McKinney plus 115, Sadakoff minus 145. On FanDuel, you've got some Dana White contended series uh, fighters in here. McKinney's gone 2-2 two and two in his last four outings. Uh, so this should be a decent fight here to start this main card for this UFC
1: in Vegas, UFC Vegas 77. Yeah, fireworks for sure with these two lightweights, particularly with Terrence McKinney, a guy that either gets a quick knockout in the first seven minutes of the fight or a guy that doesn't uh, get the knockout and then gets finished probably in the subsequent Next seven minutes of the fight. I mean, this guy has never been to the judges' scorecards, so you know what type of fighter that he is. And it's no surprise right off the bat, just Terrence McKinney, what he did to Matt Vola, knocking him out in seven seconds. I mean, that that obviously that win is really looking strong right now. The, the money is coming in on Terrence McKinney because he is, you know, kind of rightly so, a reputable name. He had, you know, back-to-back wins, and then he had an unbelievable fight with Drew Dober where he could have finished it. He's a powerful wrestler, a very strong striker that's got knockout power, but he's got knockout power for about the first seven minutes of the fight, and then it all goes downhill (laughs) for him from there. And then, quite frankly, he was very hesitant. He was subdued in his last fight, and he got knocked out for that. I think Terrence McKinney's going to have to be who Terrence McKinney is, and that's a bat out of hell for the first seven minutes of the fight, try and get a finish, and if not, well, He's in for a world of hurt, And unfortunately for him, uh, Nazim Sadakov is also a finisher, also a powerful puncher. But the one caveat that I'm uh, holding a lot of value in Sadakov, and actually kind of flipping my opinion of this fight is the camp that he comes from. And that's the Sarah Longo, Ray Longo, Matt Sarah camp that obviously is home to the current UFC Bantamweight champion of the world. And Aljamain Sterling, Marab Divishvili also trains at that camp. Chris Weidman, who's making his return, trains at that camp. They know fighters. They know styles make fights. They know matchups coming in. And I think that they're going to have Sadakov in a position to avoid that early power early from a Terrence McKinney. So that is why Terrence McKinney hasn't shown me that he could do something different with his game. So I think Sodikoff right now, maybe even waiting a little bit more for that number to come down. It has been trending down on FanDuel, opened up at Dollar 70. It's now at a dollar forty-six. You might even wait a little bit longer for more money to come in on Terrence McKinney until you pounce on Sodokov.
0: So if we look for a method of victory here, obviously Vegas believes that this will not be going. To the judges' scorecard here, you've got Sadikov by knockout is plus 140. McKinney by knockout is plus 270. McKinney by submission is plus 400, and then Sadikov by points is uh, plus 600. So Vegas also believing this one is going to be ending by a knockout uh, TKO. Also, so Nazim Sadikov by knockout at plus 140.
1: Does that entice you at all? I I think so. I think that you're you're going to be in a situation where again he's going to have to avoid the early onslaught from Terrence McKinney and find something where he could touch up Terrence McKinney's chin because Terrence McKinney has been knocked out. Two of his last three losses, I believe, have been in the form uh, of knockout, and I think because of the fluid combinations that Sadikov has showcased that he's not kind of a, a power puncher looking for that one bomb like a Terrence McKinney. So, uh, you know, Sadakov's going to have to kind of Utilize or understand timing and distance. McKinney is a big lightweight, has a long reach, has a lot of athleticism. But I think if you want to sprinkle a little value on Sadikov, yeah, then he's going to win the fight via knockout. But I think, quite frankly, just grabbing him at a dollar forty-six now here on a Thursday, or dollar thirty-five mm-hmm. a couple days later, if it continues, public money in on Terrence McKinney. That's just the play. Don't got to get cute with it. All right. We'll just go with the uh, favorite there in Nazim Sadikov at minus
0: 146. Maybe wait a little bit. Maybe wait till Friday or Saturday morning. Check that out again. See if it's come down to maybe minus 135 or 130, something like that. Our next fight Norma Dumont against Chelsea Chandler. Chelsea Chandler, the plus 110 underdog. Dumont is minus 140. Dumont comes in on a two fight winning streak, having won five of six since dropping her promotional debut. Chandler uh, debuted last October with a first round knockout over Julia uh, Sotolarenko, and then uh, running her win streak to five. So you've got some fighters here coming off some wins, both of them on a hot streak here. Dumont minus
1: 140, Chandler plus 110. Chelsea Chandler is getting the reputation of being the female Nate and Nick Diaz. Ooh, Comes from the same town. Love Trains it. at the same camp. Love it. Already comes in with an attitude. Love hyping it. herself up. The first and foremost, I don't understand why that this fight is being contested at 145 pounds. I mean, mm-hmm. Amanda Nunez retired. She had no competition in that division. Why we are now trying to still have fights in that said division boggles my mind. Chelsea Chandler showcased her skill set with uh, the Julia Strelko finish and, and dismantling a, you know, former women's champion in So she comes in with obviously a lot of hype. She's already mocking up at the potential fight with Ronda Rousey, or at least teasing that Ronda Rousey is considered coming back because uh, of, uh, you know, Amanda Nunez retiring. Norma Dumont, former cha- title challenger, hits with a lot of power, is going to have the savvy veteranship uh, and veteranness, if you will. Heading into the in the cage, but I think the consensus pick that I've been talking to all 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 the people that I respect within this game right now, like Chelsea Chandler, uh, despite the inexperience, despite the that that Norma Dumont's going to bring her skill set, and you could have Chelsea Chandler right now at plus money still here on a Thursday at plus one sixteen at FanDuel. It's kind of consistently stayed there, which is a little bit surprising to me. But I'm going to go with the guy with the with the with the fighter that's got momentum on her side who is a big-time star and I believe is ready for this step-up in competition against Norma Dumont, and that's in Chelsea Chandler.
0: Ooh, so we're going with the underdog here with Chelsea Chandler, plus 116 on FanDuel right now. Uh, for method of victory, uh, Vegas believes it's going to go to the judges' scorecard. Norma Dumont by points at plus 110. Chandler by points is 3-1. to one. Chandler by knockout is plus 440. And Dumont by
1: submission is 9-1 to one at plus 900. Yeah, I don't think it's Dumont at 9-1 to one at submission. I-, I think Chandler might be able to get some some sort of submission in there. Obviously, you know, again... Chandler uh, by up, submission is 11-1. to one. Okay, I mean, look, it, there could be some, some a situation that presents itself there. She's going to have to overwhelm and get Norman Dumont to the ground. That probably is not going to happen because Dumont's going to carry the power. Chandler's not known as a, as a powerful uh, striker. Maybe she looks for some grappling edge, but I think, you know, probably smartest play is Chandler straight up on the money line, or if not, then you got to go by Chandler via decision, just outpoint, outwork Norman Dumont.
0: We'll just go with the... Uh the straight-up money line there at plus-116. Yeah, exactly, at plus money right why now. Why are you messing around with yeah. that? Exactly, exactly. Our next fight on the card, our co-main event at middleweight, Albert Duraev against Junyoung Park. Junyoung Park minus-165, the favorite. Albert Duraev is plus-130. Duraev has alternated uh, wins and losses since landing on the UFC roster. He had a stoppage loss from Joaquin Buckley last summer, a split decision over Chidi uh, Njaquani earlier this year. He's 16-4 Overall, he's won 11 of his last 12 fights. You've got Park, who's uh, put together three state victories and a 6-1 and one mark over his last seven. So
1: guys that have, you know, decent records here coming together for this co-main event. Yeah, I like this co-main event because I think it's two fighters that are mirror images of each other. Both guys that are scrappy. Both guys that could utilize some wrestling but like to get into some firefights what we've seen be the issue with Deriaev and his inability to get like into the top 15 you know all be at the top 10 uh, of the welterweight division is the fact that he has issues against guys with power we saw that showcase with Joaquin Buckley and he has also issues with cardio he is gassed he is tired he's been overwhelmed well, the Iron Turtle. I mean, that's that's his name. <laughs> I mean, look, the dude is it. hard to finish. I love it. He's not slow and methodical like a yeah. turtle. I mean, he fights at a pretty good pace, but he's got very good cardio, and I think he could go, uh, you know, tit for tat with uh, the striking, the wrestling, the aggression of Albert Duraev. And I think that uh, again, you know, he he's a slight, he's a you know, relatively good favorite right now, Dower sixty. Dollar fifty on on um genuine park and I, I like him I just think that he overwhelms Derayev if you want to get creative maybe you find a prop we talked about this the last time like park to win round three to start park okay. to win you know park to win on points I, I it could be a late finish because Derayev has struggled again with the, the the pace the cardio and I think you could look for that you know, so all right no the one we talked about Bo Nickel in the first two minutes did you yeah. play it
0: yeah oh yeah. Good. Good yeah,
1: for you. come Thank on! You for listening. I mean,
0: I wish I would have gotten in the first 16 seconds because that's all it took. Yeah, if I could have bet
1: that the first, can I bet the first 30 seconds of a fight? That would have been great. Yeah, so that I mean, I, so I think like back half of the fight, Park to win, you know, Park to win, round three to start. If you want to sprinkle a little bit more value uh, on him, but I think yeah, we're getting into the deeper rounds of this fight because both guys have the same type of skill set. But I do believe that Park gets the win.
0: So Park by points is two to one plus two hundred. Derive by points is plus three fifty. Park by submission is plus four twenty, and derived by submission is five to one. Park by knockout is five to one, and then derived by knockout is nine and a half to one. But Park by points at, at two to one. That's not bad. So, park by points will do that at plus 200. And then also, you know, like you said, park to win in round three to start. That should uh, get you some extra value on that. But I think park by points is good, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that, again, you know, he's not really a big finisher. He's a guy that just outworks people and, and wins rounds, gets takedowns. And I think he's going to do the same against Dariav. All right. Our main event.
0: Holly Holm against Myra Buena Silva. Buena Silva is plus 140. Holly Holm is minus 185. And though she doesn't have the title, she has struggled to get the title around her belt. She's still like. The veteran that all the younger fighters need to beat or need to face at least to move up into the rankings or to solidify themselves, and that's exactly what My- Myra Buena Silva is trying to do. Uh, she went two, two and one as a flyweight, but now they're moving up in weight class, obviously. But she's got three straight wins and consecutive submissions uh, over some decent competition as well. This is obviously a step up for her, but she's on a bit of a finishing streak here with three consecutive submissions.
1: Yeah, she is, but the issue is that she's running into somebody in Holly Holm, who, you know, even though at 41 years of age, future first ballot Hall of Famer, former champion, she's only been submitted one time, and the time that she got submitted was the five-round war where she lost her Bantamweight title to Misha Tate via fifth-round rear naked show when both ladies were just gassed, and the blood that was spewing out of Holly Holm and Misha Tate's face helped Misha Tate secure a rear naked choke. So my point being is that Holly Holm is someone that does not get submitted. And the reason also is because she's got fantastic takedown defense uh, and because of her kickboxing background and how much she understands timing and distance and, and placing that unbelievable head kick, she doesn't allow an opportunity for her opponent to seize a hold of her, grab her, and take her down to the ground. That uh, you know, unfortunately, Blaina Silva is going to try and and do that because she's a submission artist Mm -hmm. that grabs a hold of people and snatches an arm, snatches you know the neck and gets a submission. So that's going to be a very difficult task for Blaina Silva to do. So uh, I I think that's out the door against a a fighter of the caliber of Holly Holm. The issues for Holly Holm has been that in the eyes of a lot of judges over her last few losses. It has been the powerful strikes, the significant strikes that have garnered more value than the volume striking or the clinch work that of Holly Holm. Mm -hmm. We bring it up all the time as an example, and now we'll talk about it because it's Holly Holm. Holly Holm versus Ketlin Vera. Go look at that fight, and I could understand the argument that Holly Holm won the fight. I'm not going to listen to it because we had Ketlin Vieira. She was an underdog. We won. But <laughs> Ketlin Vieira did land the more significant strikes and, and, and had, I think, the only knockdown in that fight. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really, it didn't really you know, affect the fight, and Holly Holm like, outpaced her, outworked her, but lost the fight. So if Blaine, what I'm getting at is if Buena Silva is going to want to be successful in this fight, she's going to have to land some significant strikes. And I think that's a tall order for someone who's not known for that. She understands it. She's been talking about it all week leading up to this fight, that she understands she's been working on her striking. She's been working on her significant strikes Yeah, going up against a fighter like how it I think Blaine De Silva is certainly worth a look. I do believe that because Ooh. look, we're talking about Holly, a 10-year age gap, yeah. 41 years of age. Holly Holm really relying on like just outpointing fighters now yeah. to win fights, mm-hmm. and I don't like being in that situation where against a Silva, a, 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 a person that's looking for a finish, looking for a statement, needs a name on a resume, going headhunting against Holly Holm. So
0: if we look for a method of victory here, uh, the Ve- Vegas believes that home by points is like. The only option. Home by points is plus 105. Uh, Buena Silva by submission is plus 380. Silva by points is plus 460. Home by knockout is five to one, and after that it's just ridiculous. So, home by points is plus 105. That's really the only value because, uh, you know, Holly Holm at a dollar 85 and minus 185.
1: That's not really good enough value. You're, you're just you're hoping that she lands another head kick. I yeah, mean, that's what that's how she puts people mm-hmm. away. Um, that's not happening. So yeah, if you're on the Holly Holm side, you gotta believe this is going five rounds. You gotta believe that she's out, outworking Blaina Silva. This is a too much a step up in competition for her, and she's just going to outpoint Blaina Silva. But I, I think the person that has more ways to win is Blaina Silva. Yeah, Blaina Silva could win a five round fight. So against we going with Holm. the underdog? I think we go with the underdog Ooh. here. Ooh, okay. Okay. So no
0: value hunting needed. Just Buena Silva on the money line at, my, at plus 140. That that's tasty. I like that. I like that a lot. Plus, so two dogs here. You've got Chandler and Buena Silva plus 115 and plus 140 respectively. You've got uh, Junyon Park by points. At plus uh, two hundred, and then Sadikov minus one forty-five with a little sprinkle on the knockout at plus one
1: forty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I do like that. I mean, again, just real quick on the on the home Silva fight. I mean, the over at four and a half is is, is minus two dollars. So okay. they, they they think it's going to uh, yeah the, the judges scorecard. Yeah. So uh, I I think though, it's worth it. It's worth it's worth taking that shot uh, with Blaydes Silva to win the fight. Uh, because of her more ways, more methods of victory uh, that are available to her. Anything on
0: the uh, prelims that you're looking at? I know Jack La modellanas fighting, so you've got uh, to the end of the prelims, or to the beginning of the prelims, sorry, the first fight on the card is
1: someone that we've talked about before, but anything on the prelims Uh, that you're uh, looking at? I'll tell you this. Look, I I don't know much about this guy um, at all because he's making his UFC debut He comes from pretty good regional promotions. He's undefeated, so clearly he's doing something right. Um, Azat Maksim is a minus 430 favorite against Tyson Nam. Tyson Nam has been around the block. He's been in all the major promotions. And even though he's trending up towards 38, 39 years of age as a flyweight, he's still got some major skills. He's got outstanding striking. He's got knockout power. He's seen it all. I think the O's gonna go, especially at plus three dollars. So I think a flyer on Tyson Nam. Again, just just listen to me. I, I don't have a lot of information tiny a, and video on uh, you know one on sprinkle, Moxum. like
0: a kid's a kid's cone worth of sprinkles. Exactly, a very tiny amount of sprinkles. I'm not asking for that freebie, you know, that you get at Froyo or whatever. It is. No, you no, can this go isn't small. You can yeah. go small. Order. This isn't like the pup cup you get at Starbucks, no, like that's not, free. We're just putting that. some whipped no, cream in exactly. that. No, but
1: again, I mean, I think. There's a lot of disrespect for Tyson Nam. Yeah. There's a lot of and and maybe again this this speaks to how good Moxham is because he's making his UFC debut against a guy that's been in there with some of the best fighters in the world in all of the different promotions. High respect on his name, but. I think Tyson Nam is is certainly worth a look. All right, so we'll sprinkle that in there as well with the rest of our
0: picks. For all of Jordan's picks, make sure you sign up for FatJackSports, FatJackSports.com. You've got the rest of the Major League Baseball season here, and then you've got NFL and college football is just around the corner. I saw Jack tweet out. He's got, uh, what is it, three or four futures that he's got four four futures futures on the NFL NFL that he's already bet. So we'll have him on Black and Abdallah before the season starts and probably throughout the season again uh, and talk to him about those futures as he likes to give us his uh, Super Bowl. And pick. Well, he
1: did, and he and look, he made you money because he, did. he had you. He had the Eagles. Yep. So if you were smart, you had that future ticket on the Eagles, and then you bet the Chiefs. And he had the Rams a while ago too. Right. So
0: yeah. So absolutely. So he's he's been hot recently in the last football season. So make sure you sign up for Fat Jack Sports. Also follow Jordan on Twitter, at Wood on ESPN One Thousand. You can follow myself on Twitter, Adam Abdallah at Adam A Abdallah on Twitter as well. When do and we throw out threads like threads? I mean, it's the same. I'm cross platform. I make sure. I am at Adam A Abdallah on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, Snapchat, Be Real, uh, whatever, Uber, yeah. uh, on no, what, um, whatever, whatever, I'm on, Ubers now. Uh, Doordash, uh, whatever. <laughs> I am I am the same on everything at Adam A Abdallah because that I'm way I just have. I'm
1: also on Threads, same name, Instagram, same name. I just name. have
0: to throw out one handle, and I'm like, just find me. I'm there. You're there, and okay. that's the so yeah. So if you want to thread me, I guess it sounds weird. It, the, yeah. <laughs> it sounds weird. I don't know weird. what's going on. I don't do know I what you
1: the same content, but I'm available there too.
0: Yeah, I'm there too, and I'll I'll post once a week maybe because I don't understand it yet, and I don't think it's like when you're so ingrained in Twitter, like it's hard to make the jump. And the effort to go do. Yeah, the, well, yeah. the problem is too like they haven't fi- threads hasn't figured out, or at least they they have figured out. They're just refused to do it. Is a way to get rid of the people that I'm not following. Like, I don't want all these people that I'm not following in my feed just because they pay to be, um, what do you call it, verified, so they get their, their content pushed out right. there. I don't need to see that. Just give me the following tab like Twitter has, and then I'll be fine. I'll, maybe I'll make the move to threads. So we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, you can find me wherever, and you can find Jordan at Wood on ESPN 1000 everywhere as well. Uh, and make sure you tune in next week for Jordan. I'll be off you'll find some. Maybe Shay will do it again. I think Shay's Shay's in. 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 I told him. So he's, yeah, tell him to get ready because it's a good, it's a fight night card, but it's a pretty good UFC fight night card. At least the two main events, the main event and the co-main event event are going to be good. And then I will be back uh, for UFC 291 in two weeks already. Wow, man, they're cranking these out this summer. But, yeah, thank you for listening and uh, make sure you tune in next week for an all-new episode of the Unnamed MMA podcast.